Um, it's is it recording? Yes, it's recording. Yeah, it is. It is. We're here, and we're being attacked by a baby. My daughter Zoe. My daughter Zoe is right behind me, crawling through the studio. This is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Season two, episode three, one, two. What are we? I don't know. Whatever episode it is, and this is uh, my co-host Marceline. I'm Peter Petercan, and this is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. All right, here we are. Do you want to play with the, the ukulele, Zoe? Zoe! She loves the ukulele. But I'm not sure if she's going to play it. She wants to play with everything else in here. That's all right. Um, we'll just let her run amok. Nah. She's got her grandmother here to look after her and her mother's around somewhere and we'll continue on with our podcast um today how are you good i think it was the stupidest diseases we're doing yeah something like that we we decided we're going to talk about um the world's craziest or the world's most interesting i don't know diseases because i was sick this week i had a bit had a bit of a bug Bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a gastroenteritis episode. I vomited, and um, it made me think about diseases and sickness. So worlds, because we've done no research, of course, as we never do here on the podcast. We always research it as we go. It's live and exciting. Worlds most. What did you want? Weirdest diseases. Weirdest. One of my ears is only working. This one, this microphone is only working and this one's not. Uh, that's a bit crazy. This one, and this one, this one's not working, this one's working. Um, what about now? Hello, hello. Nope, still on it. Oh yeah, that's both ears. Okay. Yeah, so. My son borrowed them. I hope he didn't break them. Because I can hear myself in this ear. I can hear myself in both ears and I can hear you in this ear. You can hear me in one ear? Yeah. And you in both ears? Yeah. That could be a technical issue. No, I don't know. We'll just put up with it. Let's see. 12 weird and mysterious... Mysterious? Mysterious diseases of the human body. Let's have a look at that. That You've probably never heard of. Let's see if we've heard any of them heard of any of them I'm still recovering I'm a bit uh, not with it so if I if I slur my words I promise I'm not drunk I don't drink anyway it's not something I ever touch but I'm just tired just a bit tired you know when you get over a when you get over something like that it um it can leave you feeling a bit tired and washed out and I did have to go to work the last two days so I'm pretty tired and also don't mind me if I have my voice cracked because they've been annoying. Okay. That's all right. Is the internet working? Because it's not loading. That could be a problem for us. Well, have you ever had any weird or interesting 
sicknesses, Marceline, or no. anyone you know? Yes. Tell us about it. So, at least I think this is what it does. But yeah, this is what I reckon it does. One of my friends' dad had this disease and then he got it. So, basically when you have this disease, this is what we think. We mm-hmm. never actually Googled it because we couldn't find a name. Um, it's um, It makes you go like, crazy for two days. So like crazy, like how? Like, you just, like, you just do stupid stuff you don't think about. You just okay. So you don't go violent or anything. No. You just do silly things. You just you just become loopy. Hmm. And like you see things and stuff like that. And so he and his dad had it. So his dad had it, gave it to him. He had it, and then nobody else got it. But yeah, and so it makes you crazy for two days, and then. Well, I don't know if it. I don't know if it makes. I don't know if it would make you violent, if or if it just was them. It didn't make them violent, or if other people it got made them violent. But yeah, so they had it, and it was not exactly the best thing because he was crazy for two days when we went to kindy, and it was funny, very funny, but hmm. not good. What what kind of things did he do? Like, did he like, make weird noises? Like, yeah, he, he would do. He would do that. He'd say he sees things. He'd talk to random things. Yep. He would. He would think there'd be something above him. Like he just was crazy. Wow. He he tried. He jumped off things that were way too high and almost broke his legs a couple times. Broke his legs. Almost. Almost. Okay. And so, things like that. Wow. That's really interesting. And then a few days later, he was fine. Yeah. Hmm. I think one of the weirdest... I don't know, it's not a disease, but an affliction that people can have, a thing that people can have, like, is Tourette's syndrome. Do you know about that? Nope. Tourette's, like, people, they get, like, ticks. Like, not like a bush tick or a scrub tick, but, like, something uncontrollable thing in their body. Like, they might... Like, their shoulder might lift, like uncontrollably or sometimes they swear and they can't help themselves yeah that's that's interesting I have a friend who has Tourette's he doesn't it's not swear it's just that he has this little tick in his in his neck that just kind of involuntary spasms um, every now and then or sometimes it flares up um, but that's yes yeah, so I find that an interesting one yeah that sounds cool um yeah, the first site I tried to go to just wouldn't load. We had no joy from that one. Uh, it just it said like, bad gateway or something. What if you had it in like, like I don't know, your pinky, and whenever you try and like close the fist, it like start popping open. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, that can that can be possible. We can look that one up if you want. But I, I a lot most people know about that. I thought we'd look up some ones today that are really rare and strange. Yep. Um, I have found this site from medicalnewstoday.com, five strange, rare, and fascinating medical conditions. Um, the other one, as I said, wouldn't open up, just timed out and wouldn't tell us about it. So it's, they're so rare, we couldn't even look it up. Uh, okay, this first one, autobrewery syndrome. Most of us only experience drunkenness, and as I said, I don't drink, so I've never experienced drunkenness. But uh, anyway, and the ensuing rough morning after having had a few stiff drinks. While the alcohol may give us a pleasant high at first, the hangover is a harsh reminder that our bodies do not appreciate heavy partying all that much. 
There are, however, people who experience intoxication and hangovers without drinking a significant amount of alcohol or even without ingesting alcohol at all. These people have a rare condition called autobrewery syndrome or gut fermentation syndrome in which pure alcohol, ethanol, is produced in a person's gut after they have eaten carbohydrate-rich foods. So they eat carb-high foods like, I guess, potato chips or hot chips or um, rice, pasta, bread, and the the gut ferments it and then they get drunk off it. That's pretty crazy. That's weird. So, they imagine that. Like, you go out, you've, you've just had a lovely uh, carbonara at the local restaurant and you're driving down the road and the cops pull you over and you get done for drink driving. <laughs> you had nothing to drink because you, your gut has just made pure alcohol. That's that's pretty crazy, kind of scary, actually. Uh, someone here um, is quoted as saying, It was weird. I'd eat some carbs, and all of a sudden, I was goofy and vulgar. Every day for a year, I would wake up and vomit. Sometimes it would come on over the course of a few days. Sometimes it was just like, bam, I'm drunk. That's crazy. Getting drunk without drinking. What do you think? What do you think of that one? Give it a scale of... uh, On the crazy scale. One being a normal disease. Ten being absolutely gobsmacking crazy. Where where do you think that one sits? Seven. That's a seven. I I, I tend to agree. Six or seven. It's pretty crazy. Um, Not something it's really... And yeah, would not... Would actually make life kind of difficult. Not... You'd, you'd probably just switch to a keto diet, wouldn't you, or a low carb diet? Yeah, like, well, but you would know, like, you would know what would happen. Yeah, like I know, I would know if I sit down and eat fish and chips, I'm yeah. probably going to be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, have a, have a nice water or a soft drink. I'm still getting drunk on my fish and chips. Like that's, yeah. Be hard if you're Italian, you know, because they eat so many carbs, pizza and pasta, and or even even Asians with all the rice that they eat. Like my wife's Filipino, and rice is life. Like uh, rice yeah. three times a day. <laughs> like with, you're just um, constantly drunk. With quite a lot of countries like that, with Vietnam as well. Yeah, right, um, yeah. Rice, any any Asian country, rice, and including rice, India. Rice is life. Rice gives you power. Things yep. like that, and they just eat so much of it that if one of them had it, they'd be basically drunk for their entire life. Yep. Here's an interesting one. Foreign accent syndrome. Okay, imagine this. You were born and grew up in New York and you have a stereotypically metropolitan American accent. One day, however, as you are engaged in one of your favourite sports, you receive a heavy blow to the head and you pass out. When you wake up in the emergency room... And call out to the nurse, you realise something shocking has happened to you. Your New Yorkese accent has gone and has been replaced by what sounds like a strong British English accent. What happened? This thought experiment illustrates an extremely rare condition, the foreign accent syndrome. This is a speech impediment which results from damage to the parts of the brain responsible for coordinating speech. Such damage to the brain can result be the result of a stroke or traumatic brain injury and the speech impediment that develops makes the person sound like they have suddenly acquired a foreign accent. 
Wow. So some of the differences are Japanese to Korean. These are ones that have actually happened. British English to French. So, so one day you're talking like a proper English person and the next you're talking like I'm a French man. You know? American English to British English and Spanish to Hungarian. Well, there you go. No idea what Hungarian is, but I know what Spanish is. Well, and then, yeah, there's an interview with someone who did it. Some studies suggest that while most cases of foreign accent syndrome may be due to brain injuries, in, cer- in certain circumstances, this condition may have a psychogenic origin. I guess something psychological. Imagine yeah. every day you wake up and your accent's different. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, actually. It'd be annoying, though, because you'd be like, I'm from Australia, and you would have a... Ho ho ho! I come from Australia. My French accent's really bad today. Yeah, I'm pretty. You, I'm better than that. You, anyway. And it'd be like, no, you're not. You come. You come from France. We party. I've come from France. I have many underpants. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Fish odor syndrome. That sounds. Lovely. Oh, yeah, we didn't rate that one. On a scale of 1 being normal affliction to 10 being something absolutely crazy, where do you reckon that one sits? 4 or 5. Yeah, I was thinking about a 4. 4 or 5, yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's crazy, but it's, it's not But it's not bad. that bad, is it? Like, you, all right, you sound like a foreigner, and you're not. That would be a bit weird. And yeah, sometimes you'd have to answer questions. People are like, oh, what part of England are you from? Actually... Actually, I'm from Australia. You know, that would be a little... It'll be a little weird, but... You know, it's not that bad. Yeah. And you could probably train yourself to talk in your normal accent again. Maybe. Anyway. Let's move on. Um, oh, one last thing with that one. It usually occurs more in women than men. Usually between 25 to 49 years. So I'm safe now. Usually it's... How old are you? 50? 50. I just turned 50. 50 years old. Halfway to 100. All right. Fish odor syndrome. This one sounds pretty gross. Okay. Fish odor syndrome causes a person to have a strong, unpleasant body odor. This can have severe impact on mental health. This occurs when the body is unable to break down the organic compound trimethylamine which produces this strong, fishy smell. Three. Imagine smelling like fish. That four. Two or four. Depends on how much... The, for me, that's like a seven or eight at least. If it was just like a small, fishy smell, it would be three or four. Well... If, it, if it's like... It's not It's not crazy. We're not basing it on how bad it impacts your life. We're basing it on kind of... Okay, how, how crazy. crazy it is. Okay, well... Let's say it's just two rate, two ratings. One on how much it impacts your life and two on how crazy. I think, I still think if you stink like a fish, that's pretty crazy. How crazy? I would probably say five or six. Okay. Well, and then let's how much read a little bit. impacts your life would probably be seven or eight. Yeah. It seems that fish odor syndrome occurs in people who have specific mutations of a particular gene, FMO3. Uh, it instructs the body to produce enzymes that break down organic compounds such as trimethylamine. The strength of the unpleasant odor can vary in time, also between individuals. However, the nature of this condition usually has a severe impact on the person's day-to-day life and their mental health. 
Patients with fish odor syndrome are often ridiculed and suffer from low self-esteem. Withdrawing from their peers, they become lonely, which may negatively impact their academic performance. Anxiety can also be an issue, especially if they're unable to detect their own odor. So they might not even be, know that they smell like fish. And then people are like, oh, you smell like fish. Patients also admit to experiencing shame and distress over their condition, and cases of attempted suicide have been noted, the research has had. So it's, it's pretty pretty full on. Hmm. Not good. But anyway, we'll, we'll rate that medium for uh, the severity of it, or how crazy it is, but high for the impact it would have yeah. on your life. I guess we can just do that. Low, medium, high. Fatal familial insomnia. That sounds pretty scary. Um, I guess it's to do insomnia. You know what insomnia is? No. Oh, no sleep. Yeah, inability to sleep. That's what my mum has. Fatal familial insomnia. I'm going to guess that that means people who go a really long time without being able to sleep, that's so bad it could almost kill them. That's so That's my the, guess. Um, so the... I don't remember. I think it was the Russians. Yeah, no, it was the Russians. They did a sleep test. Yeah. For how long it takes... Like, how long someone can stay awake for. I don't remember how long. It was a couple of weeks or something. They used to gas to keep them awake. Yeah. But they keep them awake so much. They were actually... They actually went crazy. Hmm. People were going yeah. crazy because of this. And then and then they wouldn't go to sleep because they, because they wanted to stay awake. I believe it. Because they once did the 40-hour famine. You know what the 40-hour famine is? It's where you go 40 hours without... It used to be food back in the day. And you raise money for like people who are living in poverty. Um, but we did it with... I did it with my two oldest kids. And we did it with 40 hours of no sleep. And by the end of that 40 hours, I was feeling pretty crazy. I was feeling pretty like... The world didn't seem real. It was like I was in a dream. Your brain just has this fog and you just can't function. Hmm? 40 hours. So that's nearly two days. 48 hours in two days. So it's it's almost two days. And it was, it was brutal. I'd rather go without food for 40 hours. It was, that was brutal. I've gone with, I've gone without food and water for at least three days. Mm. Before and I, I was fine. Like after you get over that main starving, your body starts to use its fat. Yep. It's kind of, and you just kind of start becoming a little tired. Yeah, and I mean the the forty hour famine, you can eat like lollies and water and stuff like that. So it's not like you can't have anything for forty hours. Yeah, I I would I would go I'd go probably a night without sleep until I was starting to drag off, and then I'd take something like a sugar dose mm. to keep me awake for a little bit, and then I'd just sit on that, and then when I started to become a little bit more crazy, I'd take something <laughs> It was It was funny, though, because my kids wanted to do it because they thought they would have been teenagers at the time, young teenagers, and they were like... Um, well, maybe they were... I can't remember how old they were, but they are probably around similar to your age, I suppose... And they just thought, 40 hours, no sleep. We can just play video games. We can do all this stuff. Yeah, but by the time you get to 20, 30 hours, you you don't want to do anything. You don't enjoy anything. You're sitting playing a video game and all it's doing is keeping you awake and there's no joy. 
at all in it, and I really regretted it. But it was. You just wanted to go to sleep. That's it was it. kind of yeah, because you're just like I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. I'm trying to play this game, but I hate it. I hate this game. I hate it. I hate my life. I want to die. Yeah, it's like that. Anyway, um, let's see if we're right. This condition is a generic degenerative brain disorder in which a person will experience increasingly severe forms of insomnia, which will eventually lead to significant physical and mental deterioration. Moreover, fatal familial insomnia may impact the autonomic nervous system or our autopilot, which regulates processes such as breathing, heart rate, and body temperature. So it can get so bad that the region of the brain that plays a crucial role in a person's ability to move and feel can stop working. This causes damage to brain cells and leads to the severe physical and mental symptoms that this condition causes. So I guess it can... Well, it says fetal. There's no cure. Sometimes they use antipsychotic medication like drugs that are used to fight malaria. Can treat it, but it proved unsuccessful. So they tried that, didn't work. No cure. If you get it, good luck. What sleeping tablets? I guess if it's that chronic, even sleeping tablets wouldn't work. I don't know, it doesn't say. But um, that's pretty scary. That's not good. That's not good at all. That's... Okay. Low, medium, high for crazy... Uh, pretty medium. Yeah, I think it's medium crazy, but impact on your life is high. high because we need sleep. Isn't it crazy? I was just thinking the other day, you know, I was about to go to bed and I was like, oh my goodness, we spent a third of our lives in bed pretty much sleeping. Isn't that insane? How much more we could do if we didn't have to sleep? But I love my sleep. I don't like to wake up. I, I could go to sleep right now. All right, next one. Proteus syndrome. Any guess on what it is? Any guess? No. Proteus syndrome. What's a syndrome of the Proteus variety? I don't know what Proteus is. I don't know. Um, I'm going to guess, because I might as well have a stab in the dark, I'm going to guess that it's something to do with your skin. Nah, brain. Okay, so you think brain. Brain or like muscle or something. Okay, let's see. One of the strangest rare diseases on record to date is the Proteus Syndrome, a condition in which different types of tissue, bones, skin, uh, but also the tissue of organs or arteries grow disproportionately. So I was kind of... of I was kind of on the right track, but kind of not. Look at this picture of this guy who's got... looks like an elephant man, and he's got a huge hand. That is crazy. His head is like... That's crazy. Anyway, uh, it's genetic causes, but not genetically inherited. Arises from a mutation of the AKT1 gene, which occurs randomly in the womb. No visible signs of the presence at birth. Typically appears at the age of 6 to 18 months. The condition becomes progressively worse with time cause a range of health problems, intellectual disability, poor eyesight, seizures, non-cancerous tumours and deep venous thrombosis, so basically blood clots, condition characterised by the abnormal formation of blood clots. Yeah. Uh, historically, the most famous case was Joseph Carey Merrick, named the Elephant Man. 
There we go. That's where we get the elephant man from. At that time in history, rare conditions often meant the person became a public exhibit as an oddity of nature. And he felt like he was an animal in a cattle market. That's not good. Yeah, it's not. Fortunately, times have changed and now we now understand that any given medical condition cannot make up a person's identity. And um, they, I guess they try to treat it a bit more. Yeah, but Proteus Syndrome, what do you think? That'd be pretty hard to live with, wouldn't it? I mean, that's extreme, that picture. That's the elephant man himself, um, which has been popularised in popular culture with movies and whatnot. Um, no, no, I wouldn't. It'd that, be that'd be pretty tough. That'd make life hard. I mean, imagine your fingers blew up to the size of balloons, like... Hard to do anything, hard to see because, yeah, hard to talk, hard to hear, hard to move. Yeah, yeah. He's got one hand that's so big that he probably wouldn't grab anything with it. Just your skin and your bones, they just grow disproportionately. That's, uh, what do you think? On a scale, low, medium, high for crazy, ridiculous? I'd probably say in between high and medium. Yeah, I think it's getting up there. And then, um, I mean, at first it wouldn't be so hard to live with, but you'd, you'd have to, it would be hard on your self-esteem if you'd look like that. And then as you get older, it gets and worse. And then as you get older, it would make it harder and harder to live. So I'd say high. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of how difficult. Um, that was the five strangest medical conditions. Now we've got 17 most bizarre diseases... You won't believe a real. This is on readersdigest.com. Checking if the site's secure. Apparently it is. Readersdigest.com. 17 most bizarre diseases. You won't believe a real. Okay, so now we've got to rate this. Is this clickbait or not? And I don't want your notifications, rd.com. Um, it, do I believe it's real or do I not? Or is it in the middle? That's where we've got to rate it. Because they're saying you won't believe it's real. That's their claim. That you and I won't believe these bizarre diseases are real. So we've got to say, does that sound unbelievable or not? That sounds believable. We'll see. People say that because they want to say that to clickbait mm. to get people to click on it. The diseases that make, the disease that makes you believe you're dead. Okay, I find that hard to believe. Let's keep reading. Uh, most of us realise that zombies are the stuff of science fiction, but those who suffer from Cotard's delusion are convinced that they are dead and rotting, or at least, the very least, losing body parts. They often refuse to eat or bathe out of worry, for example, that they don't have the digestive system to handle food or that water will wash away fragile body parts. Uh, it's caused their failure in areas of brain that recognise emotions, leading to feelings of detachment. Luckily, medication can be used to treat it. I say that sounds about right, because if someone's crazy and they reckon they're dead, it sounds like something to do with the brain. So. Um, believe that it's believe that it's real or not? I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's that unbelievable. Like, there's some pretty crazy psycho... Not psychos, but whatever the word is I'm people, trying to think of. Who, people who refuse to eat, who just don't feel hungry. Well, they think they're dead. And so it's close to something to like that. It is kind of crazy. It's pretty crazy, though. Number two. 
The disease that causes you to speak with a foreign accent. Well, I already read about it, so I believe that one. We did that one. Um, the disease that makes you allergic to water. I've heard of that before. So yes, I believe that's real. I think, I'm starting to think Reader's Digest are being a bit clickbaity here. Most of us take showers and swimming pools without a second thought, but to people with aquatic, aquagenic urticaria, casual contact with the water causes them to break out in hives. 30 people ever have been diagnosed with this. There's only 30 people, so most of them women. That said, much remains unknown about this strange condition. That'd be pretty tough if you couldn't use water. Can you drink it? You'd have to be able to drink it. It must just be your skin. Because um, if you couldn't drink water, you'd just die. Unless you put on a drip, but even that's putting water in you. Hmm, crazy. Sufferers often bathe in baking soda and cover their bodies with creams in order to cope. I believe it. The disease that turns your urine purple. What do you think? That's that sound a bit crazy. Uh, Vincent van Gogh or van Gogh depending on where you're from and the mad King George III of England have one unusual thing in common both men's wild mood swings have been attributed some theorists to porphyria a rare disease in which the body fails to produce hemi a protein that helps carry oxygen substances called Porphyrins build up to toxic levels in the liver and when released turn the colour of your own and faeces purple. I've, I know that when my daughter had chemo, her urine changed colour to like all sorts of weird colours, green and blue and whatever, depending on the colour of the chemo. Um, but yeah, I didn't know about that one. Uh, become the funniest person wherever you go. This has popped up. Show me the jokes. No thanks, I don't want the jokes. Do you want the jokes? I don't want the jokes. I really don't care. Because I don't want them to give I don't want to give them my email. If I click show me the jokes, I have to enter my email address. I don't want the readers digest jokes. No thanks, I don't want the jokes. You just go onto Google and ask Google. Do you want a joke? The funniest Let's have a little let's have a little uh Go down a little uh, pathway here. Jokes. The funniest joke. The 100 funniest jokes from the last 100 years. Oh, I got one. This is from Reader's Digest. I got one. Yep. What's the difference between a dirty bus stop and a crab with boobs? What? One's a crusty bus stop and one's a busty crust stop. <laughs> wow. That. Okay. That was one... My mum told me in the car a couple of days ago and I laughed. That's what we should do next week. We should do a joke off. A joke off where we tell a joke and the other person can't laugh. Oh. We should have done this when I had my muscle pain. Because (laughs) if I laughed then it hurt really badly. And I I, I was about to cry whenever I laughed. Yeah. I had so much pain I was about to cry. And so if we'd done it then, I would have been like, <laughs> determined not to laugh because I did not want to feel pain. <laughs> okay, how about this one? A pair of cows were talking in the field. One says, have you heard about the mad cow disease that's going around? 
Yeah, the other cow says, makes me glad I'm a penguin. <laughs> that is so stupid. So- Once my father came home and found me in front of a roaring fire, that made my father very mad as we didn't have a fireplace. Your mother has has been with uh, your mother has been with us for twenty years," said John. "Isn't it time she got a place of her own?" "My mother," replied Helen. "I thought she was your mother." Hmm. Why don't pirates take a shower before they walk the plank? Because they wash up on they just shore wash up on shore. Uh, That's enough. Let's do that next week. Jokes. What do you reckon? Yeah. Um, and we'll have to try and make each other laugh. All right. But anyway, back to disgusting diseases. We did the one that turns your urine purple. The disease that causes you to crave to eat and eat paint and dirt. That's bizarre. That's crazy. And that one, I don't believe it. Like the magpie, a bird known to eat almost anything, people with picker syndrome are not picky eaters. Sufferers crave and ingest unappetizing items including paint, clay, chalk, soap, plaster and dirt, as well as more edible raw goods like rice and flour. To be diagnosed with picker, cravings must be continuous for over a month. Symptoms have seen most commonly are seen most commonly in pregnant women or children. Some suspect the syndrome is caused by mineral deficiency, but experts do not agree on the cause or cure. So I imagine that. Mmm, paint. What's that you got in the bowl there? Oh, that looks like an ice soup. No, oh, it's paint. Yummy. Sprinkle a bit, a bit of dirt. <laughs> bit of, chuck a bit of chalk in, a bit of soap. Would you like a... Bar of soap with your uh, bowl of um, paint there, sir. Oh, I, yes, please. I can't believe it didn't I say... I prefer that. soap flakes, though. I, I can't believe it didn't say that, that that disease would most likely be fatal. Well, I guess it depends on what type of paint. If you're, like, if you're eating um, oil paint, that's going to kill you. And chalk as well. You know, soap. if you're having enamels, you're dead. It's, you're going to die. Anyway... Um, yeah, I think that one's pretty bizarre. That's pretty crazy. But here's an interesting one. The disease that makes you feel like you are shrinking. Uh, it's called Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. <laughs> Couldn't they come up with it? I suppose that is a pretty good name. Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. They feel themselves rapidly shrinking or expanding and often believe objects appear smaller than they actually are. Researchers linked the condition to migraine headaches. Coincidentally, Lewis Carroll himself suffered from severe migraines. Some believe his condition may have inspired many of the scenes in the book. Or maybe he just had a good imagination. What do you think? Crazy? He was crazy. Was he crazy? I don't know. Was, is that a crazy disease? I think, that, I think that actually makes sense. Because if someone's... I don't know, someone's got something like they're having a migraine it's messing with their eyes. Stop eating the microphone. Um, I think that could actually like unfocus their eyes and make it. Like, I'm not eating the microphone. I just put it in my mouth. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, pretty bizarre though. Like, 
Did you know the guy with the pins in his hat? The um, guy with the white face and he's got the hat. Mm. And he's got like, he sews. Yeah, so people people who do that were actually crazy because they'd use so much lead. Yeah. So the reason he's so loopy is because he's based on someone who's just... Yeah, because the hatters so. back in the old days had lead in the in the in the lining of their hats and the lead drove them crazy so the mad header the mad hat the mad header the mad hatter the mad hatter is the mad hatter because of that and yeah. so people who weren't people who weren't um rich and would get things like that they actually weren't so crazy hmm I'm just checking that everything is rolling. Still is. Um, the disease that makes you feel like you are shrinking. We just did that one. The disease that causes you to age seven times faster. I think it's just something with a like a brain, something that makes you not eat a certain amount of things, or like gets rid of a whole bunch of like I don't know things that your body needs. <sighs> Oh, I told you it was tired. Okay, the disease that causes you to age seven times faster. At the age of one or two years, children with this condition begin to show signs of aging, such as slow growth and hair loss. Eventually, they lose most of their body fat and develop wrinkles, making them look decades older than their true age. The root cause, a rare genetic condition called progeria, which is derived from Greek and means prematurely old. No cure has been discovered yet. An average patient will pass away by the age of 14. Believe it or not? Yeah, no, I believe. I reckon that's just something to do with like that's skin deficiency. Or pretty crazy though. Like, imagine that. Oh, gosh, I, I, I'm reading this stuff and I'm like, Gee, I hope that doesn't happen to my kid. <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah. Watch your kid die of old age at fourteen. I know they don't really die of old age, but you know. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, this one I would not like. The disease that plays loud, exploding sounds in your head. It's called, wait for it, exploding head syndrome. They claim to hear extremely loud sounds like gunfire or cymbals as they fall asleep or wake up when no one else is around them can hear a thing when no one else can. There is no consensus as to why this occurs, but it's believed to be a sleep disorder brought on by stress or exhaustion. Sounds about right. Wow. <laughs> Trying to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that would be... I guess you'd get used to it eventually. Well, you'd hope to, wouldn't you? Crazy? It's a bit unusual, isn't it? Yeah. But not that bad. Uh, the disease that makes your hair turn white almost overnight... If your hair abruptly turns white, a result of stress or bad news, you might suffer from Canidus sabita, also called Mary Antoinette syndrome. The condition was coined for Queen Mary Antoinette of France, whose hair reportedly turned white the night before her guillotining, but it also said to have affected famous figures like Barack Obama and Vladimir Putin. A number of factors could be to blame, including autoimmune disease disorder that targets melanin, affecting pigment production. Well, there you go. I don't know if that exactly is a bad disease. If I was going to... If I had to have... Because I've been thinking about this. You had to have one of these diseases. Like, you have to have one. 
I'd probably pick that one. Yeah. It's, it's turning your hair white would make it so you could color it easier. That's so. true. Second thing, it would make life just it, like you just have white you hair. You just have white hair. It's not going to affect you really that much. I mean, I've practically got white hair already. Well, if I didn't use that uh, darkening shampoo that I use, I'd have white hair. If there was a disease that made your hair like (laughs) ginger, I'd be happy. Ginger? You want to be a ginger? Yes. My my hair's weird. So when I was little, it was like it started growing ginger and then it turned dark blonde and then it was like like white blonde and then it turned. Yeah, really weird. And even now, it doesn't. I can't stand in the sun properly without someone being like, "Are you a ginger?" Because <laughs> my hair will shine. But you want to be a ginger? Yes. You you kind of a half ginger, aren't you? Like your hair's kind of a reddish, reddish blondish kind of brown. My my little brother, he is a strawberry blonde. Yeah, I have true. a dark blonde, but with a red tinge to it. So. Yep. Yep. When I stand in the sun, though, my hair turns ginger. Yep. But it'll be easy for you to colour that when you're older. Um, so there's this burgundy colour. Yep. And it said for dark blonde hair, very vibrant results. Mm. Because I've got that little bit of ginger on my hair. When I use it, my hair turns like proper ginger. Wow. I look like a ginger. Wow. It's really weird. This one's an interesting one. The disease that prevents you from feeling pain. I've heard of it. I've heard of it too, and I believe it, but this is one I would not want. As much as I hate pain, believe it or not, a small portion of the population would not feel a thing if you pinch, prodded, or poked them. They have what is called congenital analgesia, analgesia, an inherited genetic mutation that prevents the body from sending pain signals to the brain. While this may sound like a Superman-worthy trait, it's not all good. Sufferers may not realize they're burning themselves, for example, or they may ignore and fail to treat infections or broken bones. Repeated injuries could also shorten the sufferer's lifespan. Yeah, like, if I get a splinter, I'm doing everything I can to get that out because it hurts. But if it didn't hurt, you might just leave it in there and then it gets infected. That's a mild example. Things that like numb the pain through yep. the body when you hurt yourself. Yeah, I heard it was you have an excessive amount of those, yeah, and they're right. just like all over your body, so and you it, just can't feel it. Yeah. So you I, could you could literally fall over, break your leg, and you wouldn't feel it. I have a friend who has that. Wow. So the point is, his parents, or his parents, he's only got a mum. Um. She's so protective over him. Yep. And refuse like, but he basically not allowed to go outside. Yeah, wow. Because she's scared of her, him hurting himself and then coming. Not back knowing. And not and she not knowing because he's not in pain. Yeah. So he was allowed on the scout camp with me, and yeah, and because I'm one of his best friends, I already knew about it. So when he, I think he, on the scout camp, he split his toe. Yep. He split the tip of his toe kind of in half because he kicks. He kicked a really chunk of sharp metal, and I could see it was bleeding through his shoe. And I was like, "What's happened to your foot?" And he's like, "Oh, I just kicked a bit of metal over there." I'm like, "Can I see it?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." He shows me his toe, and it's it's like the tip of it split in half to the nail, and I'm like, "That's not good." I had, I pulled out I pulled out my um like my medical kit, and I just got some like the, like these wrap tape and I just wrapped it so I'd close it shut yeah. and then I was like 
I'm gonna take you to where people have like, proper things, and he's like, nah, it's fine, it doesn't hurt, and I'm like, do you remember what you have? And he's like, oh yeah, that's right, it doesn't hurt. And I'm like, yeah, it could be really bad, you know that, right? And he's like, yes. So I took him took him there, we missed one of the activities, I got there late, but he was fine after, he just had stitches in his toe. Yeah. Crazy stuff. I mean, you could be on fire and not know it. That's just, that's scary that you, and not only that, like you wouldn't learn to be careful. Yeah. Because we learn to be careful because of pain. And if we don't feel pain, then we're not going to learn to be careful. So that's a pretty crazy one. having that, but then not being able to look at blood. Hmm. So it means like you say you cut yourself and you you pass out. Hello, Zoe. That'd be so annoying. Yes, it would. Because like you'd cut yourself, you wouldn't even notice, and then you'd be walking around, you'd like look at your hand, then you'd pass out. Wow. The disease that causes you to remember every single day of your life. Sounds that like doesn't sound too bad. Sounds like you've got some sort of memory thing that just makes you remember everything. I would not be happy with that. You don't want to remember everything? No. Ask someone what they're doing on this exact day eight years ago and most people wouldn't have a clue. People with hy- hypothymesia, however, can tell you exactly to the minute. Hypothymesia is, re- is it says is rate, but I think that's meant to be rare. So far, there are 33 people who can recall every detail about every day of their lives, usually starting from a specific date in their youth. Because the condition is so uncommon, experts do not yet have enough information to theorize a cause or cure. Why would you want to cure it? I, mean, you, I guess you would... I, I don't see a problem with remembering every detail of your life. That'd be kind of cool. I guess if there's a lot of things that you don't... Um, I remember the trauma parts of my life anyway. No, when I was little, I had... I, oh, you probably blacked stuff I out. I have a co- coping mechanism called... Yep. Forget that and don't ever remember it again. Yeah, yeah, That's called my coping mechanism. And so... But I, but I wonder if that would override the disease because you've blacked it out. So the disease makes you remember everything, but... I think it would be put be into like the back of your mind. You'd be able to pull it back up, but you'd forget it was there for a while. Yeah. So I would not be happy with it for a very long time, until obviously one day I was like, yeah, sure, I'm fine. Right now, no, I'm good. I mean, I wouldn't want to be remembering every detail of my life at every moment, but to be able to recall... To be able to recall something would be nice, because I could just like... I could have I could have the things I don't want to remember in sitting in the back of my mind. Yeah. But then, like, say you accidentally pull up a picture on your phone, you forgot to delete, and you remember that entire day. I guess the one good thing about it would be is no one would be able to gaslight you. Yeah. No one could gas. You'd be immune from being gaslighted. Like some would say, "You did this." I'd be like, "Actually, no, I didn't. I know that I did this, 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 and this." But no, you did that. No, I didn't. I remember exactly every detail. And you'd never believe anything, anyone gaslighting you. That would actually be pretty good. That that sounds a lot better than it does. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be the good part of it. Uh, all right, the disease that turns your tissue into bone. That's not good. About one in two million people have been diagnosed with it. It's a genetic disorder that transforms soft tissues into bone after injury or other trauma. Eventually, the disease can cause joints and muscles to stiffen up and fuse together, 
like many of the other rare conditions People on this punched list. punched in the nose and your nose broke, yeah. and then it got and it got replaced. All of that, all of that, like soft and hard become tissue bone. would become bone. So you yeah. just have a you'd have a nose that was unbreakable. No cure either. Can often cause joints and muscles to stiffen up and fuse together. That's that's pretty nasty. You'd have to be real careful, wouldn't you? Yes. I'd have bone all over my cuts and bruises I've had. Yes. Hmm. Oh, this one. Bark skin. The disease that turns your skin into bark. How long have we been going? 48 minutes. Cool. We'll finish this page. We're up to 13 out of 17, so we'll get through these. Um, tree man syndrome. Causes a bark-like substance to grow on a person's skin. The growths are actually warts resulting from a rare genetic mutation. Uh, around 600 cases occur each year. Can leave doctors stumped. No pun intended. You lie. That pun was very much intempted, uh, in, intended. Surgery can work to temporarily remove the growths, but medical research has yet to find full-blown cure. Wow. Um, I, bark skin. I have a friend's uncle's uncle I I don't know him but he's told me about him um this is the friend who had the disease that made him go crazy for two days yep um and he has a thing where if he put if he has like if he puts on certain makeup or something mm. say he puts on makeup to try something out or he puts on certain skin stuff his skin like turns it starts to go it starts to water up and they go after a while they do stop and they do like disappear but yeah yeah so you have to be really careful wow interesting and there's a lady on youtube that if she wears certain makeup her skin starts to turn it like nails crazy stuff out there isn't there there's some crazy stuff here's another one number 15 out of 17 this one no 14 out of 17 the disease that gives you a rash from cell phones Imagine getting a headache or breaking out in a rush anytime you step near a cell phone, Wi-Fi router, or any other device that emits, emits an electromagnetic field. Believe it or not, some people experience exactly that every day. Due to its controversial reputation in the medical community, electromagnetic hypersensitivity was not officially recognized by the World Health Organization until 2004. That sounds about right. Experts I, I... argue that no link has been confirmed between electromagnetic fields and sufferers' unpleasant reactions. The true cause, however, has yet to be found. I knew about this one because I watched a show called Better Call Saul and in the show Better Called Saul there was a character called Chuck and he had this and so his house he had like um, aluminium foil over all the walls or aluminium as the Americans call it um, and he had no electrical devices no electricity and if he stepped outside he was like ah. but then there was like conjecture was it real or was it in his head um, which consequently in the show they proved it was just his head um, but in real life I don't know that'd be tough to live with in today's day and age don't you agree? back in the olden days when they had no technology it wouldn't matter be, yeah it wouldn't matter because you'd have no technology it'd be like oh it's fine like nobody would even notice it now now you have signals being sent across the sky every second yep they'd basically be no way to get out of that. Is it real? Is it just a mental disorder? We don't know. Then why? Um, but it'd be hard to live with. Yes. Definitely hard to live with. You couldn't even have 
anything that emits an electromagnetic field in your house or anywhere you go. He'd go outside with like a coat in this show with like his he would like cover himself with foil to go even just to go to the mailbox. Crazy stuff. Anyway, number fifteen. Three to go. The disease that causes tiny threads to poke out of your skin. Sufferers of Morgellons disease report feeling craving, biting, and stinging sensations in their bodies, as if they were covered or infested with bugs. Some report some report strange dark threads of fibers popping out of their skin. I think that's just hair. Um, while doctors once dismissed it as delusional, it now suggests that it could be a tick-borne illness. So you get it because you've had a tick. In your body, sucking your blood, kind of like Lyme's disease. You get that from ticks as well. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is. Easier to just look it up. Lyme's disease. Uh, it can cause an expanding red rash. Uh, appears at the end of a tick bite. It can. It can cause. Um, There's a lot. Yeah, it can cause like red rashes that that spread out. Looks like a target. Looks like the person's been to target. Uh, Looks like a bullseye. Um, Pretty rare here in Australia because it's more of a something you can get in in Europe. Um, But it can cause a lot of health problems down the track. Anyway, we're getting off track. Let's go back to... It's number 16. 16, the disease that makes you literally feel other people's pain. We all have mirror neurons in our brains, which is why we might cry when we see someone else's tears. But people with mirror touch synesthesia synesthesia, are believed to have overactive mirror neurons, making their responses much more extreme. The condition causes people to literally feel the physical pain of other people. So if they see someone else in pain... Mm. What if they don't know what the pain is? Like, what if they just tell them they're in pain? I think they have to see it. Yeah. I kind of have that a bit. Like, if I see someone on a TV show fall down and hit their knee, I feel like a like a weird sensation. Like, like I don't feel it, but I feel something. You you like you know how it feels. Like yeah. Like, like, and it's that, like I'm I'm kind of half experiencing it's it. A pain recall. Like yeah. Recall. Yeah. So that's different. That's recall. But that's probably everybody has that's that. I suppose. Yeah. I. That's recalling the pain that you felt when you've done that before. Yeah. Um, which I think is different. But yeah. But this one, they actually feel the pain, like far out. Like, you see but, someone break their leg, you just feel like you broke your leg. Wow. My muscle pain, I don't think they'd understand. Cause yeah. Well, this brings us to the last one, and we've already done it. So I believe this one, Reader's Digest, Fatal Familial Insomnia. We know about that one. We did that one, and that would be horrible not to be able to sleep. If I was going to choose one of them out of all of them, it'd be the hair. Yep, uh, I totally agree with you. I would take the white hair. Absolutely. I think Done. Actually, I think it would actually be kind of cool. Like imagine being 13 years old, right? Yep. And, and you've then, got white hair. That would wa- actually be pretty cool. You wake up one day and your hair is just like... Your hair just like, um... Like... 
what's it called? Yeah, I mean, silver, young people sorry, are trying to get white. silver or white hair these days. Like, it's, like they go um, to a lot of effort. Like Elsa's hair. Like you just have Elsa's hair. Mm, there you go. Like pe- people that and you are can dying. sing. Let it go. Pe- people that are people that are dyeing their hair white, like like old people white, because it looks so cool. Because people don't actually have that hair color. It looks so cool. People will want this, and it's like. Yeah. I got a disease that turned my hair white. They'd be like, damn it, I want that. I want that disease. Can you give me your disease? Alright, well. Are there any that we missed? Are there any that you might have had that you'd like to tell us about? Drop us a line at watchoutlittlered at gmail.com or on one of my one of my uh, social media pages, Peter Peter Can. Um, or if you have a suggestion for something you'd like to do, we're kind of planning next week's going to be jokes. Yeah, it'll be good after diseases to do some jokes. And um, yeah, so you're probably going to have to do some joke finding in the week to hit me with some jokes because um, I'll just list them up on my phone. Because oh, I got a bit of them. I got quite a lot of them. Good, 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 good. But find some more. Find some more. And, um, yeah, that brings us to the end of another episode of the really, really, really boring, boring podcast, podcast that no one should ever Listen. Have you watched um? Two. Have you watched uh? What's it called? Zootopia. I have. You know, you know, Flash. Yep. That's what you sound like. <laughs> if, you have not, if you have not watched Zootopia, you need to watch it. It's a good movie. This was the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. Bye-bye.